This podcast is brought to you by Enrollment Resources, Innovations in Enrollment Management. Learn more at enrollmentresources.com. Nice. So, and it's from those ideas that I collect, and some of them were, have been your guys. And I even looked at your blog on your website there and went through a lot of that material and uh, started. For example, I implemented the simple question, hey, what's going on in your life these days? I got that from one of your webinars. So and it, it, it's a great, you know, juicy question to open it up. Nice. So, Greg, what I'm hearing you say is that uh, everyone should um, go to our, our blog and our website and hire us. <laughs> I don't know about that. What I am telling them is I got a great value out of your website, and they will likely too. Perfect segue. Let's uh, let's dive in, everybody. Jody, thanks for um, helping us out, getting this started. Uh, I'm Greg Meeklejohn, co-founder of Enrollment Resources, and I'm uh, here with Shane Sparks, uh, who is also my partner, co-founder of Enrollment Resources, and we have been stirring things up for a number of years in the education space as far as conversations about how to do more with tests. And today's uh, um, which test one is going to teach you guys how you can make tiny little changes and create big results. So I think, Shane, without further ado, um, you want to just dive in? Yeah, sure. So... Um, what, what this category is really called is conversion rate optimization, which is not a term that's widely known yet, but it's, it's really emerged as one of the kind of foundational um, uh, disciplines within online marketing. So as a demonstration of what conversion rate optimization is, we're going to do uh, a little, uh, an example that uh, most people can relate to. So Greg, why don't you walk us through this example? Okay. So to everybody on the call, I, I want you to ask yourself, what is the better Valentine's Day strategy for guys out there, or women, I guess, um, to give your, your sweetie um, one rose or 12 roses? It seems to me the logic would be more is better, right? 12 would be better. What do you yeah, think? I would think. Yeah, me too, but alas, no, it's not the case. Uh, in a study by FTD, uh, women responded that the same uh, they have the same love and, and good feelings when given a, a single rose versus a dozen roses. So, you know, I'm thinking, uh, let's take the savings, let's go get the Hockey Channel on my um, on my cable subscription, and it's a win-win. What do you think? I think that's an that's an excellent idea that you'd be uh, wise to keep to yourself and not tell Cindy. Well, yes, but you know, Valentine's Day is all about love, and we the most important person we want to love in our lives is ourselves, right? So <laughs> that's how I would spin it if I got in trouble. So, but it might not work. So the the, the point being is is that this test is uh, when conducted was a real surprise, and. Um, I don't know what these floral guys did with that research. It's not in their self-interest to widely publish it, but there you go. So uh, to that end, Shane, higher education, the very similar things like, in terms of this dozen roses and single rose analogy, and we're going to just dive in and explore some of this. So uh, let's circle back. I'm, uh, I'm going to just give a quick definition of 
conversion rate optimization, and then I'd like you to speak to it, if you if you will. So, conversion rate is defined uh, just as a kind of a 101 as a as the the visitors that come to say a, a website, and you get them to complete a goal, uh, and goal usually is to fill out a form or pick up the phone and dial a number, some kind of an action which takes this asynchronous traffic milling around on your website and starts to engage them into the sales process. Um, there's a process called split testing or A-B testing which allows you to optimize or improve the conversion rates through trial and error. And you know, not to brag, but we are the leader in the higher education space in uh, conversion rate optimization. Other companies are chasing traffic and buying media. We focus on helping people do more with what they've got. And so um, I'm going to demonstrate some of that today. And, and we're going to also show that with these tiny little tests, how much revenue a typical school can lift. So Shane, uh, you, you want to, you know, kind of... Yeah, I think the, the, the best way to think of or the easiest way to think about it as an analogy is um, conversion rate optimization is, is a merchandising. So if I have a little store and I put the candy bars at the front or I have a grocery store and I put the, the milk and the bread way in the back because I know most people have to buy that and so they're going to walk through the aisles and they're going to buy a few more things along the way, that's the same kind of premise. And so if you, we can get more of the people you're already getting to convert to a lead or, or make an application, you're leveraging an existing asset, whereas something like SEO, search engine optimization, is about finding new people. Finding new people is way harder than optimizing the people you already got. Got it. That, yeah, that's a great analogy. Um, okay, let's, use, let's do an example, um, shall we? Yeah. Okay. So wait, you know what? We should talk about um, uh, persuasion. Let's let's give a little primer for folks on persuasion first. Um, oopsie, oopsie. There we go. So Shane, you have a, a, the three. C's. Yeah, yeah. We we kind of think of it in simple terms as the the three C's of persuasion. And the three C's are copy, call to action, and credibility. Copy is the words you use, the language, the emotional picture you paint, the, the relevance, the way you communicate. Uh, call to action is what are we asking them to do, and is there a benefit to the person to do that thing? So if they fill out a form, for example, what is it they get out of that? Credibility is... Um, kind of the proof that you're a legitimate offering and that this is a legitimate opportunity and you're not going to, I don't know, take somebody down a garden path kind of thing. And credibility is important now because there's just, consumers are really um, conditioned to just see advertising as bullshit, as really, I can't think of a better word, but... Well, that's it. You know, there's a lot of mistrust in, like, North American consumers are pretty savvy, and so getting over the, I think of it, the kind of emotional armor they have, the, the, the filters that, that weed out the credible from the un, not credible, and so things like testimonials, um, uh, endorsements from employers, privacy policy. We're going to go through some of these things in the slides. But there's, there's things you can do to help shrink that armor 
that 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 resistance that a prospect has to you. Become a member of the Better Business Bureau. Yeah, that'd be a simple example. Cool. All right. Okay. Now, now we're going to dive in. So it makes sense to me. Uh, this, by the way, this is a landing page. Okay, you guys, and these are the forms that are used to get people to fill out the forms, and then the traffic turns into a lead. And so, number A here, we've got a form on the right-hand side, and then we have a form down below. And then this has been tested where you just have a form on the side. Now, I would say that having it here and here with A doubles your chances of creating a success. Well, that's, yeah, that was what we believed. So, and and it's hard to tell from from this screenshot, but the, the landing pages we use in the in the AdWords campaigns tend to be pretty long. We've just found that works better, and so by the time somebody's read through it or scanned through the copy and they get all the way to the bottom, that top form isn't visible on their monitor. So we reasoned that um, hey, we might as well put a form at the bottom because they're already there and save somebody scrolling back up. So let's see what happened with this test. Huh. The single form increased conversion by 58%. Yeah, almost 59%. That's crazy. That's counterintuitive by my way of thinking. Oh, it was totally counterintuitive. And so part of the fun and the, the deeper part of testing is to try to reason, okay, if this is, this is the truth, then in fact, why is that the truth? Why is it that two forms actually performed worse than one form. And the conclusion we came to is that it, it hurt credibility. It was too needy. And so when you're, when you're too aggressive in trying to collect somebody's information, it hurts your credibility and therefore they're less likely to take action. You know, also it, it um, splits a person's focus as well. Yes. So that comes to mind as well. So now, before we're going to look at the financial implications of what this tiny little test has done. Now, folks on the call, what I want you to do is write down three things if it comes to mind easily. Uh, the number of Internet leads you get a month, the conversion rates that you would typically get, and the average tuition. So we are going to uh, give you an example of a school. And this school has 100 leads a month. They have a 7% enrollment rate, and the tuition is $12,000. It's like a little certificate program. So what you guys can do at home while you're looking at this is if you're getting 200 leads a month, you can take this $593 impact, and you can double it. Okay? So just so you can make your adjustments accordingly as we're taking you through this little case study. So, Shane, this little school uh, has 100 leads a month coming through the Internet, nice conversion rate off of it, and they're selling a little cosmetology program. And by making that little shift, they added essentially $50,000 a month to their revenue. Yeah, correct. And what's more important, if this had never been tested, it would have been easy to make the assumptions both you and I made that, hey, two forms is going to be better than one. Let's ask them twice, which would have 
prevented this revenue from being realized. And the only way to have known that this is true is through this test, because it really defies kind of comet logic. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, it, so the lesson to everybody on the call is if you ever run into a marketing guru that claims to have the answer, the answer, um, what you want to do is run away from that person as fast as possible because generally, like Shane and I have won awards, we've made people hundreds of millions of dollars over the years, and we still don't know. So it's all about the testing. Let's go to our next one here, guys. There, ready? Um, so we're going to show four headlines for a call to action um, for this little prof professional development program. And I want you to focus right up at the top here, you guys. There's four headlines. Is ACOLS, that's the name of the school, right for you? The next thing we tested is get certified quickly. I like that one. The third one is become lymphedema certified in 11 days. Now, this market that is, it knows what lymphedema means, so just to bring you into the mix. Quick and convenient lymphedema courses. This is a lymphedema massage program aimed at chiropractors and massage therapists. It's like a yeah, and kind of an upgrade certification to their practice. Yeah. Okay, so these four um, headlines got tested. So I guess we should just dive in. And everybody, I want you to, to figure out which one you think is the winner. All right. You ready? Here we go. C, become lymphedema certified in 11 days. And that 40% is quite a significant lift, eh? Hey? Yeah, it's a very significant lift. So why do you think that, uh, I wonder why that one, maybe because it's more specific? Well, that's, yes, you're exactly right. In copywriting, there's this the kind of law of specificity. I can't pronounce it. Well done. That's <laughs> Don't hold it against me. Um, meaningful specifics. And what that means is that if you state something that's factual, uh, it's more credible than something that is, than is um, less factual. So an example might be if you say, you know, over 90% placement rate is less credible than a 92.48% placement rate. Because above 90% is a kind of a off-the-cuff guess. 92.48 is an empirical number. So the specificity fact of, the, um, of this test for our little school was that by implementing it, they made $411,000 a year, more than they were before. That's right, based on these numbers. Yeah, based on 100 leads a month, 7% conversion rate. But you can imagine... Now, you can think about the marketing department, the boardroom, however your decisions are made in your, in your particular school. That, Greg, go back two slides to the four examples for a second. So we're sitting in a marketing meeting, and it's, hey, guys, which form do you, which headline should we use? It's whatever opinion in that moment prevails. 
right? That's how that decision gets made. And, you know, someone may have guessed right, someone may not have guessed right. Well, it's, and Shane, if I could jump in, it, often these decisions are made um, based on ego. Sure, yeah. I, hey, I'm more attached to this one, so I'm going to fight for it. Or, uh, you know, I, I, I've got the strongest opinion in the room, so I'm going to win. And yeah, it's, people have a real um, uh, inherent need to be right and in control. And, um, and it takes a lot of um, discipline to just snip those strings and go with wherever the market will taste, take you. Um, that's right. And, and so the, that's really one of the most powerful things about testing is it takes opinion and personality out of it. You're, just, you're dealing in fact. Okay, so this one is really interesting to me. Um, this is a, an online application sheet, right? So uh, the only thing that is different is, are these little orange buttons. So A is apply now, B is apply online, and C is apply here. So Yeah, so it's not super clear from these graphics, but this is the header of a, a website. So you can't see the navigation. It just we just cut it off for uh, to fit it on the screen. But now the, look, the, looking yeah. at all identical Shane, and it's um, and really these variances apply now, apply online, and apply here to the typical Joe on the street. They all kind of say the same thing. Oh yeah, it's minuscule. It's it's. Uh, but it's not. But uh, but it's not. And I, this is a good example, because I, I remember when we ran this test that I was convinced that Apply Online was going to win. And um, with the, you know, we had the team tested here. And in fact, the, the Apply Now was the winner by a, a fairly healthy margin. And um, Apply uh, Online was, in fact, really crappy. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So, you so, know, that's uh, the funny thing is that you know, Shane and I, we constantly get mocked and abused because, you know, we'll pick something that we think is going to win, and it doesn't. So it's really all about the testing. Okay, now, in this one, this is video or no video. Now, we're not going to run the video on this PowerPoint, but just use your imagination that this is a landing page for a beauty school that has no video, and this is a, a moving piece uh, in the salon, and they have a video going. So just use your imagination there. And yeah, yeah, and it kind of it auto loads. It's one of those uh, websites where the video auto loads. There's no audio, but it kind of shows the experience of being in the uh, being a student in their student salon. Yeah. So, so Greg, which one do you think? Uh, well, you know what? I would think video would be better be more engaging. Um, and I know I'm not, and I know for the purpose of our webinar, I'm supposed to say the opposite. <laughs> you know, you can pick the winner on that one. Yeah, the winner was video by 25.97%. Uh, That's a lot. Yeah, 25% more leads off the website, video versus no video. Now, with these financial implications, with these little, uh, um, 
these little tweaks, these numbers are starting to add up like close to a million bucks. Yes. Yeah, no, it's, it's significant. Because really, if you think about it, so I get a 25% lift in lead flow off my website. If you asked any admissions advisor what their preference would be, hey, do you want a website lead or do you want a lead we buy from some third party, 10 out of 10 times the rep is going to say, give me more website leads because they convert better, there's a stronger connection to the brand, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So So if we can create 25% more of those leads through just making simple changes, that creates a happier reps, more enrollments, uh, more abundance in the business. And what's interesting is, let's assume for the moment that 5% of the traffic that comes to a website turns into a lead, um, like 5 out of 100. If, if we um, add in 1 or 2 more people per 100, that's not a lot, but that represents a 25% increase. And so we're really, while we're playing with small numbers on a macro level, um, it, it has a significant lift in terms of percentage increases. And what's really, you know, what people really, I don't think, realize, Shane, is that most of the people that come to a website leave it. And so if we can just capture a few of those people, that we're planning to leave and engage them and inspire them can create a really tremendous lift in, in revenue. Mm-hmm. So when speaking to the video, actually, can I just speak to that one for a sec? Video one? Yeah, the video one. The, the reason it works, it, 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 particularly for a beauty school, right? Because you think about, okay, who, who goes to beauty school? What's, that kind of, what's the makeup of that person? What kind of, what are their interests, what are the, you know, what kind of human being is that? You know, typically a a visual, you know, feelings-oriented, experiential kind of person. So if we show, if you're showing what the experience of being at the school is like and what it's like on the floor and the energy and the the hands-on stuff and doing it and the style and just, when you show all that, you immediately create a positive feeling about, um, the the business it it paints a picture of what it's like to be there immediately in seconds. Okay, let's talk about photography. So yeah, get the skills to require a rewarding beauty career. Okay, the headlines are the same. The uh, it's just the the top the photo is different. Now these are both really interesting photographs. Yet, um, which. Hey. Yeah, and where where these screenshots come from? Just go back for a second. Where they come from is uh, program pages. Um, either program pages or landing pages for uh, aesthetics training, cosmetology, aesthetics, kind of the general stuff. So the yeah the A is the lady doing the hair. The other gal the the B is the detail of the kind of skill of doing the work. And this was a fascinating one. Yeah, and it's, it's about $80,000 a month lift in revenue by simply using a different photograph. Now, we can surmise as to why one over the other. It's probably because it's more engaging or there's a smiling humans or, you know, who knows in a way. But the fact is is that if you folks on the call can just spend some time 
split testing photographs. You don't really need to know why. It's just through trial and error you can improve your situation. So, well, and if you think about it, that's a million dollar photo. Yeah. Right. The other thing that's interesting to me is some testing we've done is that ugly people outpull pretty people. Um, you know, like we found folks that those really beautiful cat-toothed model-type people in these photos, they don't quite perform as well in terms of attracting leads than people who are, you know, pleasant-looking but not terribly attractive. And it, I think it's something to do really with um, people just resent incredibly gorgeous people at times. Well, I, th- that possibly um, authenticity you know, yeah. if, if something clearly looks like a stock, photo, uh, stock photo, it's less authentic than um, a photo that's it's clearly it's actually a real student in a real environment. Okay, Shane, you're a rock star. How many conversion elements can you spot? Uh, I don't know. Can we, how do we open, is there a way to open this up to the group? Yeah, let's do that, shall we? But I want to see your, I, okay, I guess 12. You're oh. guessing <laughs> but what is so before we go to the next slide oh, okay here we go so I'll, I'll do um i'll do three or four you do three or four so up top here um it's always good to have phone numbers uh, and ways for people to actualize if you go to your um uh if you go to your website folks ask yourselves is your phone numbers uh, are they prominently displayed I would just ask you this, if you have a brochure that you're going to take to the printer, would you take a brochure that has a, doesn't have a phone number on it? I would say the answer is probably no. And so by the same extent, you should have a phone number. Um, Shane, I'm going to actually flip this to you. You're going to talk about the word get here. It's for number two, right? Yeah, so number two is, A, A, if you don't use headlines, you're throwing away money. Um, Two, we've tested, uh, I don't even know how many headlines, many, many, many over the years. And what we found is that using the word get at the beginning universally increased conversion rate. Um, Now, why? Who knows? The the work of the human uh, psychology, who knows? doesn't matter. And same with number three, you know, we've tested many, many different ways to engage people on a forum, and we've landed on I want answers. Yeah. And then, Shane, this, this number four is poorly placed, this number, but um, right down here are little check boxes for several different things people can check on. Yeah. Yeah. We found that helped increase conversion rate. We call it an engagement device. It's just a, you get somebody to do something early on, and they're more likely to complete. Yeah. Speak to number five and six. Well, five is simply photo selection. So we know that uh, a photo that is uh, aligned with the, the demographic profile of your typical student helps. Smiling person who looks like a real person, not a model, helps. Having a caption underneath the photo helps because it, it naturally draws the person in because they want to know. It, it triggers a curiosity in a, pro, in a person. What's this? Uh, who is this person? What's, what's the deal with this? And number seven speaks to something called a subhead. Why don't you speak to that? 
That's right. So the subhead just builds on what the headline says. Uh, and it's just it's another way to restate a fact or a benefit uh, around the program. People will read a, a, a headline. Uh, hopefully they read the subhead. It draws them into the body copy. And the more they read, the longer they're on that page, the more likely they are to fill out that form. Got it. Um, oopsie. So now, okay, Nine and ten. So nine is it's the copywriting and the body copy. You know, we've heard for years and years, oh, people don't read things. You know, you've got to make it visual. Nobody reads. There's too many words. And factually speaking, we've never found that to be true. Uh, people will read. They scan, but they will read. Uh, or the, and they, in fact, they do read uh, as long as it's interesting and relevant to them. So in the copywriting, uh, kind of first-person conversational is ideal, or, or sorry, second-person conversational, where you are going to do this, you, uh, you get to try this, you'll be working here, this is what the experience of being in the school will be like for you. Those, that kind of language is very important. Cool. Now, um, Get Info Now is really an interesting thing, and it's in red. So... We, where we started in our testing is where we submit and uh, and submit with black or blue um, so there's a contrasting thing and then we move to variations of submit testing it testing it testing it and then get info got better get info now got better yet again get info now with an exclamation mark better yet again and then changing the color to like red or orange Better yet again. So this is through several renditions of testing where um, just through trial and error, we have a lot more people clicking on this, uh, this uh, I want answers form with really changing very little about it really in the big picture. And Shane, number 13, you can't see this, but um, what's, what's 13 mean? It's a, a link to a privacy policy. So uh, just a very simple little link. And what we found was adding a privacy policy, even just a link to one, created um, incremental lift in conversion rate uh, and really helped with credibility. Huh. Whoa. That's very interesting. Huh. And it's like about a 10% lift, right? Uh, yeah, I, I don't remember the exact number, but it was enough that we put it in our template. So in our how we do our work is just how we've organized our business. This this landing page you're looking at, this is a, a framework that was built and we just we test the heck out of it and continually add innovations as new um, uh, new things come to light. So this this page to to my eye is a work of art. It's nearly perfect. We're you know we're gonna try to find some more things to make it even better. But this represents years and years of testing so many different elements over the years. So well keep done. it a secret, yes. Yeah. And then, now, this is, uh, oh, okay, smartphones. Yeah, so this, this is additional elements that are really behind-the-scenes things. 
is that the the page uses or the yeah the page uses a, what's called a responsive design, so it it shrinks and scales to the device that it's being used on, and then on number fifteen there, where you can see the um, the little that's a little bar that uh, always stays there. So when someone's scrolling on the page, the ability to request information is always there. Cool. And 16? Uh, 16 is a tablet. So, so same idea, but on a tablet. Right. What we're finding is that we've, we've eclipsed the 50% mark. So more than half of the traffic that now comes to websites is either on a mobile phone or a tablet. So all the design, all the work that we do when we're uh, trying to make something look real nice on the desktop is only relevant for 50% of the people that come to the site at best. Cool. So um, now we're going to talk about uh, lead qualification. And, folks, we have this... uh, very interesting little piece of software called Virtual Admissions Advisor. And it takes people through uh, a little journey that they can do on their own. And um, it takes basically this loose Internet traffic, and it'll turn a person into a um, qualified prospect that is wanting to have a visit with an admissions rep. And it does it remotely. And so this is a, if you guys ever want a demo, this is really amazing stuff. And um, it helps in terms of conversion rate. It also helps to generate more website leads. So uh, folks in, in the initial versions of Virtual Advisor, we, we reported like about a 16% on average lift in lead flow by having people use this. And now through testing. We've taken that up to 31%. It's crazy. Totally crazy. So let's have a look and see what we did to take it to almost double the conversion rate. So how does this work? So this is what we did before, is we would um, take the invitation to, to complete the virtual advisor, and it would be on the sidebar. And uh, they'd have some persuasive copy, and then People would go and click on this and fill it out. And the test we did is we moved it, and we moved it right into the middle of the body copy with this little kind of ad that was kind of right interrupting people as they were reading through on these program pages. Right, Shane? That's exactly right. Huh. And as a result, by just making the shift from the side to the middle, we, we've added um, a lot more in the way of Internet leads for these schools. Yeah, it's, and, it's, it's doubled the result, basically, just slightly under. So, like, if a, if a school is doing, say, getting a couple hundred leads a month from their website, this would add another 60 leads a month. Correct. Uh, yeah, without doing anything. Yeah, well, and what I find personally fascinating about this test it is well, two things. One, that this this self you know take the career quiz, find out if if whatever school is right for you. The kind of notion of uh, self exploration is so powerful. 
just fascinating, but two that the the graphic approach, the kind of promotional graphic approach, was so much worse than simply just adding a bit of copy. And so when again, when people say, "Oh no, people don't read," it's not true, because this proves they read, and in fact, they're more likely to take action reading something than they are seeing something. Well, that's you know historically, like the four-page sales letters out pull uh, the little short short guys like significantly and that's really counterintuitive and I think what happens is uh, people assume that if you write a lot of copy on a landing page that it's just promotional crap but if you can actually engage people and inform them uh, and enrich in their lives whether they become a, a student of yours or not then they will dig in and read that four-pager or that big, long landing page. Um, it really is all about engagement. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's, and that's it. it. It is around engagement. When so, you look, oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, the, really the, the old days of, of how lead generation worked is all really turned on its ear with social media and um, Yelp reviews and um, sideways marketing, not quite referral marketing, where somebody might go on the Facebook page and go, what do you think of this school? And everybody weighs in. It's really um, about reputation management. And what's really at the core of reputation management is the ability to create value for uh, prospective students, uh, whether they're coming to your school or not. So, whereas before it was strictly just sucking people down a funnel, really what you need to do is have the courage to give some of your value away prior to the people writing a check. That's what we're doing, Shane, in this webinar. Well, that's right. And and the the leverage that... In the, in the traditional admissions funnel, we had leverage in that we could control the, the distribution of information, right? You want to know how much it is. You want to know placement rates. you got to come in. You want details on the program. Hey, you got to come in and see me. And that was pretty much um, we lost that advantage in 2011 when the initial disclosure regulations came out. So all of a sudden, prices on the site, all you're going to put all this stuff up. So... Controlling information as a way of creating leverage to get somebody in the door doesn't exist anymore. Likewise, as Greg mentioned, the, the kind of abundance of opinion and social media and reviews and whatnot that are out there means you can't really control what other people say. They're going to express their opinions, and, and really all you can do is a, an amazing job so that the opinions that are expressed are good ones. So, yeah, so to to that end, I think, uh, Shane, we want to be respectful of uh, people's time. Mm-hmm. And so there's two things we can do um, right now is we can um, invite people to uh, the, the first five people that, that text us will give you a, a website review and look at all the elements of your website and give you some feedback as to how you can improve it, okay? 
And so here's what you have to do. You just have to text this following number, 250-888-7111. Give us your name. And the first five people that do so will will organize a time to look at your website for you. So that's 250-888-7111. And then we'll, we'll go and help you out. And uh, now, any questions? So how we accomplish questions in this webinar is you simply have to press star six on your phone and that will allow you to enter into the conversation with Shane and I if you have any questions about what we shared with you or any input or feedback for us. So we'll just uh, invite anybody who wants to ask a question to just chime in. Anyone courageous? Oh, I think they're all courageous. They're, uh, I think maybe we've filled them up with all kinds of detail. and Their minds are swimming, perhaps. Okay, folks, so no questions today. Um, thank you so much for your time, and we hope that you take some of these ideas and take them away and, and use them in your own website. So thank you so much for uh, spending your time with us, and we'll look forward to bumping into you in the future. All the best. Bye-bye.